Yo, yo, yo. What's good, y'all? Bonsoir. Buenas noches. Coach B's. Uh, Beast Productions Podcast. I'm here joining today with the notorious Coach K.O. Santos. Coach, what's going on? What it is, man. What's going on? Appreciate everybody for checking in with us once again. Uh, trying to drop some knowledge, trying to learn at the same time. So, again, we love the feedback. You know, you guys send us emails, leave comments, uh, DMs, whatever you guys need, man. We uh, we just love be coming out here and, uh, and putting our thoughts out there and seeing what people think. For sure, for sure. So, on today's show, <laughs> we're going to talk about the ins and outs, the day-to-day task of a business owner. Um and how these day-to-day tasks pretty much lead up to making business decisions. Because if you're not doing the day-to-day actions, you're not, you don't even put yourself in a position to make a business decision. So, um, I guess I'll start it off with you, Coach. Um, you know, what is one business task that you despise doing, but you have to do it in order to get stuff done? Man, I mean, and I'm going to tell you the top thing that I despise, but um, going back to it and and looking how I started, I despise it more than I do now because I've endured it for so long that, you know, I'm actually getting pretty good. (laughs) And that's kind of the key right there. I just dropped a cookie on you guys. That's the key to entrepreneurship. You know, you're going to take the things that you're weak at. You're going to take the things that you hate to do and you don't want to do. And you're going to have to endure and get better. And that's probably going to become your number one thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A lot of people say, oh, well, I'll just pay somebody to do it. Yeah, that sounds good. But go ahead and be an entrepreneur and see what it's really <laughs> You're not going to have money to pay anybody. Mm-hmm. Initially, you know, you're working to get to that point. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, you have to grind out those beginning stages. For me, it's been scheduling. It's been scheduling, making a schedule, getting ahead of time. And then just the, the the stuff on the ground, man, the groundwork, being able to market, contact, um, you know, in my line of work, contact parents and, and uh, get our name out there every single day. Be consistent while still providing the best possible um, product, you know what I mean? Because you can't let the daily tasks attack your product, you know what I mean? But the daily tasks, you can't have... The product without the daily tax. Yeah, so, yeah. so it's it's you know it's just that balance and, and being able to endure and push. There's gonna be days where I may be training till you know 10, 11 p.m. and then I have to get home and I have to do my paperwork and then I have to um, put in my taxes and put my numbers. You know what I mean? If I got guys working with me, I gotta make sure that they're getting their stuff out and, and I'm writing down you know what they're getting paid and all that and then be ready to schedule for that next week. You know, so that's that's the biggest key for me. You gotta endure, you gotta push, even when you don't want to. There's gonna be more times you don't want to than there's gonna be times you want to. Absolutely, absolutely. And then I guess I'll to answer the question for myself. One thing, um, I know one thing that's relatively new to me is you know IT stuff. I'm not I'm not a fan of of IT stuff and technology. I'm the type I like pen and paper. I like, I'm the old fashioned way, way, but I mean, being realistic, you're not always going to have that same pen and paper. (laughs) You're not always going to be able to copy and paste what you wrote on a piece of paper and send it to different contacts. You're not going to be able to make a website 
out of pen and paper. You know what I'm saying? That's that's been my task for the past. You're not gonna reach 1,500 people. Yeah, with pen and, with paper. Pen and paper. You're not gonna send out that many. You know what I'm saying? So being being able to stay up to date with technology in general. Shoot, I use technology in general. Like, yeah. I've been hit with the. I took on the task of creating a website for Hard Hustle, and I'm not an IT guy. In the, <laughs> but in these pat in this past month, I've definitely learned a lot of coding and all types of craziness and nonsense that I would never have thought to learn. I always said, you know, that's not me. I'll pay somebody to do that. That's but it. like coach said, <laughs> when you ain't got, when you, when you don't have the funds to, to begin with, you know, you start to think twice about, it. I'm going to just pay somebody to do it. How about I learn how to do it, then become good at it. Then in the future, because that's, that's like websites. That's something that every business needs. You need to be able to put your product on the forefront so you need to be able to put your product or service somewhere where anybody can access it because if not how are you going to scale it because word of mouth only goes so far yeah is it possible for it to spread you know to another state another city sure for sure but if you really want to scale a business and if you really want to have a lifestyle where you're not tied down to a certain place so in other words you have uh, a stream of income Rather than trying to make money, if you're really trying to streamline your income, you definitely need a website. So I think it was a good skill that I learned, and I'm yeah. still learning because the website's not done, not not even close. But and, and the crazy thing about that is, like, you're doing a project with us over here on Hustle, but you're learning the skills you need to develop in your own businesses, you know, and in your own ventures, and everything you do as an entrepreneur. It, it not only translates to becoming a good businessman and a good entrepreneur, but it translates to the business world, too. Like, let's say you decide to take a, a spot with Apple. You know what I mean? Let's say, let's say that's what's out there, right? Now you know how to conduct a website. Now you know how to uh, schedule six months ahead of time. Now you know how to uh, send email blasts, contact people through um, different types of of apps that are out there, you know, you're going to be ahead of the game because you put in the footwork to run your own business. Essentially, it's like running a Fortune 500 business on your own. Mm-hmm. Now, let alone, it's not it's not going to be at the same extent of running one because, you know, there's a lot more that goes into it. You can't run a Fortune 500 business on your own, yeah. but that's what you do as a small business owner. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to be the IT guy. You have to be the marketing guy. You have to be the talent you have to be the manager, you have to be the president, you have to be the person that's out in the community showing face. You know what I mean? It's not, you can't delegate those tasks when you start out. You know, we're getting to a point now where we're kind of, um, uh, we're putting all of our, our businesses together in a sense, right? And now we're able to delegate a piece here and a piece there. We're trying to, we started figuring out our strengths. Like, where are you good at? Okay, you're going to tackle this for Beast Productions, Heart and Hustle, New Repair. You know, what are you good at? You're going to tackle this for Beast Productions, Heart and Hustle, New Repair. You know what I mean? And so on and so forth. You know, but that also doesn't happen if you don't have a good team. Yeah, that's a fact. That's one of the hardest things to do. And then it's not even about having a good team. It's about, well, it's one thing, yes, it's about having a good team, but you have to know what your teammates are good at. Yeah. Let's relate it all the way back to basketball. I'm not going to have Shaq on my team standing at the three-point line. But that's what a lot of businesses do. They have a, a guy who's not good. So, for example, you with the scheduling. You're not good at scheduling. Well, historically, yeah, you weren't historically. good. You weren't good at scheduling. Yep, so right. it would make no sense for us to be like, hey, KO, I need you to run the schedule. Yep. That makes no sense. We're not using you for what you're good at. You're good at 
No, let's say it's talking to people. Okay, hey, KO, I need you to talk to all these parents to let them know about what we're doing, blah, blah, blah. We're using you at your strengths. Like, I know I'm one of the guys that I like to do the grunt work. So the, the stuff that nobody likes to do, I like to do that stuff because I take pride in that. It's kind of like that janitor at the gym. <laughs> like, nobody knows how the gym always stays clean or how the gym, how the weights stay racked. <laughs> But they just do it and they don't complain about it. They just do it. You know what I'm saying? So One of those people that that make the day-to-day actions possible, you know, and not only possible, but enjoyable, right? And that people have no idea. Yeah. The janitor is kind of like a superhero. He doesn't want to be seen. He comes in at night. He cleans the gym up. He takes care of the, if, you know, animals have gotten in there and figure out a way to get them out. And, you know, when you wake up in the morning, that gym's going to be clean and beautiful. You're ready to start your task, yeah. but that's that wouldn't be there if that janitor didn't come in and do his work. That's you know, right. you're, you're you're you have to be that person that's willing to do the grunt work. You know what I'm saying? And I respect that a lot. It's one of the biggest attributes I respect about you and, and what you bring to the table for our companies. Yeah, and uh, and I guess that can uh, we'll go ahead and transition. We had a request on our podcast. They wanted to know how we conduct our business and how we actually get clients in. That's a that's a tricky a tricky question because it just depends on what your what your product is. That's going to determine how you get clients. Yeah. You know, uh, word of mouth is the number one way to to attain clients, and word of mouth is not only face to face interaction, but with social media and being on the internet, the power of the internet. You know, that's how you can get clients and and um, and grow your business. But it's also you have to know who your target population is. First of all, that's how you're going to get a client. Know who your target population is. Know what they're what they're searching for and knowing what they'll pay for. You know what I'm saying? So you find a problem and fix it. If you find a problem in society and you find a solution on how to fix it, somebody will pay you for that solution. Absolutely. So prime example, basketball training. Let's just use that because that's what we do. People want to get good at basketball. The problem is they don't know how to get good at basketball. They don't know the steps that they need to take. They don't know the techniques. So that's where we come in as trainers and use our expertise to fix that problem and help them become better basketball players. Yep. Find a problem in society and, and fix I, it. And I think to piggyback off that, you know, you have to have quality in your product. You know what I'm saying? You you have to be. You're not selling a product. You're selling the value behind it you know what I mean you have to bring value to the table right but not only do you have to bring value to the table you also have to yeah that value has to be in people's faces every day Mm -hmm. because I know many many people right and and this not necessarily it's not necessarily a bad thing there's some people out there who want to be exclusive it's kind of like a hobby they're really good at something right it's their hobby they don't want anybody to find out they just want to pick and choose their clientele boom boom and that's good but if you're trying to be a business owner right and you're bringing value and you want to reach endless amount of people you have to do high level productivity all right meaning you have to do a great job every day you you step your foot in the gym as a trainer or use a trainer as an option right and then you have to also be putting it out Okay, I'm consistent. We're in the gym Monday, Friday. You know what I mean? And, and Monday through Friday. And we're, we have a league. And we have this and we have that. So you have to show. Because if people don't know you're there, then... You're not there. You're not there. <laughs> you don't exist. That. You know? <laughs> Simple as that. And then, and then uh, uh, I guess that what kind of piggybacks off of that slightly is uh, talking about how we make business decisions. And I think... 
I feel like a lot of business decisions should go through this checklist in no particular order because my thoughts are really scrambled right now. Um, I would say, one, you have to figure out the level of importance as far as it goes to your business. So is this going to make it have an immediate impact on my business? Okay, how much of an impact is it going to make? How much effort is it going to take in the beginning for it to have an impact? That's big. How many people is it going to take to be able to do this project? You know what I'm saying? These are things you need to go through to figure out if, if it's even worth. Is what we're doing going to add more value to the product? Or is it going to water down the value? Or is it something that we're just doing extra that our consumer, you know, he doesn't even want. He or she doesn't even want. They're not even looking for that value. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of... It sound like, for example, let's use basketball training. You know, uh, let's say we're like, oh, okay, I think we could provide more value by having our hours start at 5 a.m. every morning. You know, we do an early bird special, 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. Our consumer might not want to get up at 5 to 8 a.m. So now we're 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 doing all this extra promotion and flyers and and doing all this thing and staying up late hours you know doing doing all this waking up super early just to have no clients you know you have to know what your market wants and then kind of i don't want to say cater to it because sometimes the customer doesn't really know what they want yeah so you have to kind of read between the lines figure out what they want and then go through that checklist. Okay, is it going to add value? Does it make sense? How much time is it going to is it going to take? And I feel like that's one of the ways that you kind of filter through that process of making business decisions. Yeah, no, for sure. And and it's you know at the end of the day, it's going to be trial and error. Yeah. You're, there's going to be times where you're going to put something together, and you know because you're the talent. You know what I mean? When I say the talent, I mean you're the guy that's more knowledgeable about the subject. And you're okay. This is going to help the kids. They're definitely going to get better. Yada yada yada. You can do this, this, and that, and this is going to be awesome. You can be hyped up about it, but the consumer might have no idea what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. So you're sitting there and you're doing it, and then you got to scratch it because the feedback you're getting isn't positive. Like, ah, well, we don't know. I don't think that's necessary. Mm-hmm. So, and and then to just kind of put that together, um, you have to you have to live with that. Okay, you know it's something that's good, but they don't. So now you got to go earn their trust, right? How do you earn their trust? You earn their trust by um, doing your job when you're with them. If they ask you for a specific skill, like, okay, I've had parents come in, hey, I want you to really work on my son's shot. Um, He needs help with that. I think he needs to be a great shooter before we do anything else, right? So, okay, let's work on your kid's shot. You know, I'll prove to them, okay, I can develop your, your kid's shot. His shot is better. And now I can step to that parent and say, hey, well, you're, you're on the money. Shooting is a huge aspect of basketball. But your son doesn't know how to box out. He doesn't know how to dribble. He doesn't know how to move without the ball. Mm-hmm. So and, and I'll use moving without the ball more than the dribbling to box out. But let's say I turn him into a shooter, and he doesn't know how to move without the ball. Now you can't get shots. Mm-hmm. So the parent might not know that. They might be focused on, okay, Curry is out there hitting shots, and he's a great shooter. What is Curry also great at? Moving, handling, angles, you understand? Timing. Mm -hmm. There's things that go into it that your consumer doesn't know, but they've taken the first step. They've hired you. So now it's your job to show them that you're capable of doing what they uh, asked of you and the reason why they hired you, right? And then you're going to show your expertise by saying, hey, we're doing this. You took a great step. Now, this is what needs to be done in order for you to have a complete player. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So these are the things that you, you have to take. Once you take the customer in, you you work on their initial, uh, the thing that they initially asked for, and then you, you, you break it down. Okay, so now look, we need this, this, and that. And this is how we're going to make you complete. Now you're adding value. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then even to go off of that, you use that as data for future clients. You know, hey, I saw that whenever I noticed that the last 10 people that we brought in, they wanted to work on shooting, but their shot was fine. What was really wrong is they didn't know how to get their shot off quicker. Okay, so what they're really searching for is, okay, I need you to help teach my son how to score the ball. So how to work these angles. That's what they really want, but they think it's just shooting. And that can go with any service. That can go with multiple services, you know. Um, Maybe it's, let's say you're selling a car and people just say, oh, I want a reliable car that's going to get me from point A to point B. But in actuality, you're showing them all these reliable cars and they're like, no, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that one. That's not what they really want. They want something, yes, it's going to be reliable, but something that they feel comfortable in. You know what I'm saying? So you have to, I feel like as a business owner, you have to read between the lines and figure out what your client knows. And you have to kind of, I don't like to use this saying, but kind of trust your gut in a sense. Because some, and and also know who you're dealing with. When I say that, meaning if you're talking to, let's say, let's stick with cars. Let's say you're selling cars and you're asking one of your previous customers how they like their car, but they know absolutely nothing about cars. They know what, they don't even know where the engine is. They thought the oil was where the gas tank is. But so that's not a reliable source as far as getting data, as far as, trying to figure out for your next customers i mean i feel like you got to be great at reading people mm-hmm. you know what i mean like you and you're not going to be great when you start but you're going to get better like i got to the point now with my training and my coaching that when i talk to parents and i get a feel for them i can almost automatically tell what their son's going to need mm-hmm. or what the service they're looking for what they're really searching for and i'll break it down to them like i'll say today i spoke to one of my parents about uh recruitment you know and i won't mention any names or any of that but i was talking to them about recruitment and this parent in particular, you know, the dream of going D1 is still alive, right? And it's attainable. There's, there's an ability uh, for this child to go D1. But right now, he's getting a bunch of D1 interests. They're looking at him. They're there. They're seeing him. But nobody's quite ready to throw that offer, right? Um, and he's got a few D2 offers. Kid gets a very good junior college offer, right? Uh, top 23 in the nation. And they're still debating. So in my head, take the offer. You know what I mean? Like you, this is what you want. You want him to go D1. He's got interests, right? Which means that he has a chance to make it. Okay. So now you're going to a top 23 JUCO. You're going to get the exposure. You're going to get the development. You're going to get the time in the gym, right? So those are the three things you need to turn that kid into a D1 player. What is there to think of? Mm-hmm. Is my thing. And, and then on top of that, and most people don't know this, you can che- uh, fact check me on it. Um, if you commit to a junior college and let's say you're still going in your season, by the end of the season, the D1 you were looking for offers you, you can automatically decommit and go. You're not stuck. So think about it. It's a win-win. You got a full ride to a top 23 and you can still drop that full ride if you get a division one full ride. Yeah. So and they just didn't understand like oh well why are we gonna sign we have to do or why do we have to commit we're gonna do this this and that and as I explained it to them like okay this is your process right your process is to get to the highest level 
he's been given the opportunity. Now it's not the way you wanted it, but it's the opportunity, you know. And I think a lot of people, including myself, you know, as when I was younger, I'm learning more now. They feel like it needs to happen the way they plan it. It never happens the way you plan it. Nothing. Nothing. Even when it's successful, it still doesn't, like, you're still going to go through challenges. Things are still not going to work the same way, right? And and I'm going to talk a little bit about our league, right? So running our league, (laughs) I tell Bees this all the time, right? And, and, And he's, you know, doing a great job, phenomenal job at it. And I tell him, I'm like, look, when we send things out to parents, you have to check, check again triple check and remind them right because no matter if the the line of communication is perfect someone's not going to pay attention and at the end of the day it's going to be on us you know what i mean so like these are just the little things that that you know uh you guys have to understand about being an entrepreneur you're you're i think you have to be a special type of person right you have to be the type of person that makes a mistake and your first thought is, why did that happen? Mm-hmm. Why did mm-hmm. that happen? That's and big. how can I fix That's it? That's big. Right? That's big. Why did it happen? And how can I fix it? It can't be, dang, I messed up. Or, oh, man, everything's going to, all right, we, we're going to we'll have to scrap it. we have to cancel it. No, there's always a why. Mm-hmm. Go figure out the why. You got to figure out that why. Because if you don't figure out the why, the same problem is going to keep happening. Yep. Over and over and over. Yep. Or you're going to let that problem stop you. And you're going to quit. But you can't. You know what I mean? You have to find out that why. And you have to endure it. And you have to push on and keep going through it. You're going to make mistakes. I mean, I've made multiple mistakes. I've left uh, clients in the gym not and forgot <laughs> that, they were, that I scheduled them. You know what I mean? Am I going to hate myself for it? No. I'm going to go take that and say, hey, look, I'm going to give you a free session. All right? I made a mistake. It's very unprofessional of me. And I'm going to make sure that I never make that mistake for that client again. And by not making that mistake for that client, I'm not going to make it for the next one because I know how I felt at that moment. Yeah. You know, I take this seriously. You know, if I if I tell you to be somewhere and I'm not there, I just, I made a fool out of you and myself. Mm-hmm. So, but you have to move on. You know, you have to move on. And it's, it's funny because with the game of basketball, it's the same way, right? I was talking to my team. It's hilarious. It's funny how these things come together when we start <laughs> talking. Um, so I was talking with my team. And my team's pretty good. I'm talking about my uh, post-grad team, right? And we're, we play very selfless. We play together. We play as a family, right? Until we make one mistake. One person makes one mistake, and things start to go downhill. That person made a mistake. Our life is over. I quit. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but in reality, we make that mistake. So now let's say uh, one of our players turn the ball over, right? And the other four don't get back on defense. Well, you just gave turnover and a bucket. And now the next play down, uh, another player says, well, he made a turnover, so I'm just going to jack this shot up. Boom, another miss. They go down the other way. No defense. Now they're, you're derailing. Mm-hmm. You're falling off. And, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the ball from you on that one because it's, it's, it's about momentum. Um, so there's a book called The Compound Effect. I can't think of the name of the author, the name that I have in my head. I know it's not correct. But in this book, he talks about momentum. And that's one of the key things in the business world and especially in basketball. Like you have to understand that sometimes momentum is going to be be on your side. Sometimes it's going to be against you, but you have to withstand the run. So when ba- I think I just talked about this a couple of days ago, when stuff is happening in your life, 
or in your business that's not going your way. Hey, a, a client cancels their subscription. Hey, a client's not satisfied with their service. You have two things. Either you feel sorry for yourself or you figure out why, try to fix the problem to derail that momentum and push it the other way. Mm. Just like with basketball, turnover, they get a bucket. All right, cool. All right, cool. We we, we go down, we, we take a bad shot, they get another bucket. All right, it's a 401. Look, you got to figure something out. You got to figure something out. Look, either we're going to be efficient with our next take, you know, our next possession, get a stop, you know what I'm saying? Or we're just going to keep making mistakes and let this run get out of hand until the point now we got to scratch and claw just to get out. And it's kind of like life, like, you know, like, I feel like people who let momentum go against them and continuously let it happen, they end up in those situations where they start blaming other people. Mm. Like, for example, like, I hate to use this, but this is the first thing I think of when I think of a homeless person on the street, because there's a lot of people who pretty much, you know, just gave up. They just said, forget it. They said, forget it. This is the life that I chose. And they, and they accepted it. Like they stop fighting. I don't know their personal life, but that's just my perception. When I see it, that's just the visual that I get when I see people who are going through a tough time and then they feel sorry for themselves and then they start complaining and they start blaming other people instead of being like, okay, why did this situation happen? How can I prevent this from happening again? All right, cool. Let's move on. Easier said than done, but that's about mental toughness. That's the life of being a, a human. That's the life of being, especially an entrepreneur. You're going to make so many mistakes, yeah. so many mistakes that are inevitable. You could think that you're doing everything I mean, correctly to a T. You're going to fail more than you succeed. And I've, I've, from every entrepreneur I've ever spoken to and from my own experiences of being an entrepreneur, yeah. you're going to fail. Your failures, 99% of the time, are going to turn into your successes. It's a fact. If you don't fail, if you have a problem with failure, and when I say that is you're playing everything safe so that you don't fail, you will not succeed. Mm-hmm. You have to fail. Mm-hmm. You have to fail and you have to fail hard because that is what's going to bring the greatness out of you, right? I, the biggest thing that's missing right now in the game of basketball for me is 100% honesty with players, right? If you're a two-star, you're a two-star. You're not, oh, all your friends, oh, no, you're really a three. No, you're a two-star. Does that make you feel bad? Does that make you feel angry? Does that make you feel uncomfortable? Go chase that four-star. Mm-hmm. Go, when you play that four-star, you show the world why you think, you believe that you're a four-star. Mm-hmm. And if you go try and attempt and you fail, you just realize you're a two-star. Go put the work behind it. Mm-hmm. Go put the work behind it. Fact. Don't talk about it. Go put the work behind it. Put up a shut up. If you want to be a great father, go put the work behind it. If you want to be a great businessman, go put the work. If you want to be a great teacher, go put the work. If you want to be a great janitor, clean them damn, you put the work. That's it. It's that's that's how simple it is. It's really so. And simple. when you put the work and you fail, do it again. <laughs> Start over. Start over. Figure it out. Go right Come back on, at man. it. Figure it out right now. We're gonna end it at that because I'm about to spaz out. Put the work behind it. <laughs> Go chase your dreams. Fail. Fail harder. Get better and keep fighting. I'm out. Beast Productions Podcast, y'all. Go ahead. If y'all have any questions, comments, concerns, or any topics y'all want to talk about, DM us at Heart and Hustle bat underscore basketball. And myself, Sir Bezos at S-I-R-B-E-A-Z-U-S. And we out.